1: What's really good? Welcome to a special edition of Love Ward Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm here with Becky and our special guest today, MTV Bananas, aka Antonio. Antonio, how are you doing today?
0: Doing good, man. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. So Antonio won our very first fan vote. You guys chose him to be profiled for our first host profile that we're going to have here.
0: Because he loves me, that's why. <sighs> God,
1: I wish you was more charming.
0: Uh I try to be <laughs> sometimes, you know. But it is what it is.
2: All right, so... So, Antonio, I think that nobody really knows you very well, so I think that we should start off with finding out a little bit more about your upbringing, you know, your high school, your college, if you have any hobbies, and basically what it's like to be MTV Bananas.
0: For those who don't know, I am 20. I'm from New York, and... I spend most of my day either at tw- on Twitter, at work, or, you know, just playing around and having fun. Um, so I went to a private high school, um, played football there for a little bit, then I'm now in college, I'm a business major, with a minor in sports management, also starting for my real estate. You know, some of my hobbies are just like, just, I'm always active, I would say, either um, doing like. Working out or I'm just playing sports or I'm just hanging out with my friends. And that's pretty much it. I mean, just a regular 20-year-old kid.
2: Other than pissing people off on Twitter.
0: Yeah, that's just, that's just like natural to me, man. I just piss everyone off.
2: <laughs> well, at least you have fun with it, right? I
0: don't really call it like fun at this point. I just like, well, it's fun. It just, just comes natural to me where I was like, oh, you know, drag here, drag there. So I'm like, oh, here's what it is. It's like a regular, it's like a regular day for me. All
1: right, Bananas. Uh, Rufio at Bread Challenge, he wants to know, what other shows do you watch aside from the challenge?
0: So, reality TV-wise, nothing, I would say. I don't really watch Big Brother, Survivor, or any shows like that. Just never really got into it. I saw Big Brother 18, the first episode. Couldn't really stick with it. Survivor never saw it. Probably never will, unless, you know, something else happens. But, yeah, pretty much it. Um, I just usually watch, like, R- Monday Night Raw, uh, Tuesday night Smackdown for, from WWE And just random shows on Hulu and Netflix
1: So what's your favorite show on Netflix?
0: Um, so I would have to say Friends or The Office
1: Wow, that is just so Fucking vanilla I don't uh, even know They're what both to say.
0: funny They're both funny They're just, just both good shows but Actually, well The show's not on Netflix anymore or I don't think it is well, I used to watch this show like every day in high school. Um It's called Friday Night Lights. I don't know if anyone's seen it or whatever, but if you, just have, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really good.
1: I only seen the movie. It was pretty cool, though.
0: No, but the TV show is pretty insane. I like it.
1: All right. So now on to some challenge-based questions. So most people want to know, when did you first start to watch the challenge?
0: So my first season, I think, was Rivals 2, but... I didn't really get into it at that time. I was just, like, watching it for the fun of it. I just saw it on my TV, just had it in the background. But the first season I got really into it was off the next season after Free Agents. That's when I really started watching the challenge weekly and actually started to, like, notice who each person was and, like, actually, like, take in what was going on.
1: So you're not exactly a lifelong challenge fan. You got into it a little bit late, and then you went back and caught up to everything else that happened to that point.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, I definitely went back. My main focus was definitely um, getting to know the J.E.K. Dynasty a little bit more because I heard a lot about it, so I didn't really see it when I first started it because, you know, free agents happened after it. But when I heard, like, the whole dining and stuff, that really got me interested into going back. So that's the main reason why.
1: What would you say is the furthest season that you've gone back to?
0: First season, I I think the furthest I went back was Battle of the Seasons. I think it was season number five, right? Because mainly main reason I went back to that because, you know, I'm a big fan of WWE and I heard uh, Mike and Miz one. So, like, well, let me start there and work my way up. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was an amazing one.
0: Yeah, I you know. It was a pretty good one.
2: All right, so I have a question for you, Antonio. What is your favorite season and what's your least favorite?
0: So, my Favorite, se- My favorite season has to be Free Agents because that's the one that really got me into it. So I have to say it's my favorite because I like the format. I like the, how it all played out. My least favorite, I would have to probably say, was Invasions. So I feel like that challenge itself had a lot of potential and was just wasted because you know everyone wanted to see the champions go against the underdogs. But I mean having the champions go against champions kind of throw it all away, but you did get to see um, Johnny go against the Ralphs, so that was kind of pretty cool, but I, I just still wanted to see, like, an actual champions versus underdogs kind of type of challenge.
2: Yeah, no, that makes sense, because I agree. I never liked the way that was set up. I, I felt like it was unfair towards the champions, even and
0: though... Was in each sh- single um, challenge, too. So.
2: Yeah, it was really geared to have one of the underdogs win, in my opinion. Yeah. um but moving on quick to rufio again who has another question rufio at banana, at bread challenge he wants to know who your least favorite competitor of all time is
0: devin he's why just devin. he's just like a waste to the show i feel like he doesn't really offer much besides a bullshit storyline which as if you listen to devon's video youtube video recap she basically calls out devin for Everything he's done, like, he she even admitted, like, Devin does it for the story. Like, like, with the whole him and Johnny situation, he just doesn't give a fuck. He'll just do anything to get camera time. And I just feel like that's so stupid because I'm a fan of the challenge as a competition aspect. I don't really, yeah, the drama's fun and all, but that's not my main focus point. I want actual competitors. If he's not, he's a terrible competitor. He doesn't offer much to the table. That's why I don't like him.
2: That makes
0: sense. I can feel you on that. So it's not because he hates Bananas? No. That's
1: just a bonus. Is it not because he continuously beats Bananas every time he's put against them?
0: When they are both in the final together, who won?
1: I do believe giving gas out.
0: Exactly. If you're not a great competitor, then you should beat the best in the final.
1: True enough. So let me ask you this, and this is a question from Vero at Bananas the Goat. What cast member besides Bananas would you say you are most like?
0: So, besides Bananas, from a competitive standpoint, I would have to say I'm like Paulie just because I feel like we both have a never-give-up mentality and our main goal is always winning. Nothing else. Just that. <laughs>
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, the next question is from Lioko at Lioko 625 Apparently, this is a dude. He wants to know, who is your favorite female challenge competitor?
0: My favorite female competitor is Kara. She's a beast. She's great at elimination. She's great at the challenge itself. And I like the way she handles herself off camera too. Like, like if you actually like see what she's doing, she's not doing anything wrong. I feel like she's taking herself away from the Twitter drama by only tweeting on Wednesdays. So I respect that because, you know, she's been going through a lot lately. So I'm not going to like say she's wrong by that.
1: I 100% agree with you. Kara is a motherfucking angel. And if you don't love Kara to death, then you won't get into heaven. That's just a fact. It's in the Bible somewhere. I don't know which one, Kara 316 or some shit, but Kara's a fucking angel and everyone should love her and she never makes mistakes. Kara army all day. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
2: not biased at all. Yeah, 100% agree with you. I'm on the same page.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I love what challenges. We show no bias at all.
0: <laughs> hey, if I can call Wes a great competitor and I can give Amanda MVP for a week, we're not biased.
1: Absolutely. And I defended Mikey P. because He's actually a pretty fucking cool guy.
2: Now, Antonio, I think everybody wants to know, if you had to choose, which prospect would you pick?
0: The prospect I would pick would have to be Ninja Natalie. And I'm basing this off prior to watching this season, just because, you know, just like everyone else did, they didn't have any visuals on what they on what they did besides the puzzle. So I would pick uh, Ninja, but just because of, like, what American Ninja Warrior brings to the table, because that's a beast show. Like, I haven't seen Survivor. I haven't seen Big Brother or X on the Beach or whatever shows these guys are coming from. So am I, I can't really judge anyone else, really, besides... Ninja, just because like I've seen the show before, and I and I've seen what I see the physical aspect of it, and I've seen like how strong action need to be.
2: So, in your opinion, they would like to know who's the most underrated player
0: from this season, or just or are we going overall, like the Let's whole? let
2: overall, season? overall. Uh, show your challenge knowledge, Antonio.
0: I'm gonna go with Leroy. Why? because i feel like everyone just thinks he's part of the banana alliance and that's it when when you look at it he's a freaking beast just like he's a beast at illuminations he's a, he, he has so much more potential too during the challenge he doesn't show it because you know he likes to fly below the radar just so he can last a little longer but well, yeah, if you look at his track record, he's like insane. He's been to three finals. He hasn't won yet though, but he's doing pretty good. He's eight and four in eliminations. So he's doing pretty good. And this and I think he had like a good two or three season trial where he like either him or his partner got hurt, so he couldn't really last long into the game. So you can't blame him for that.
2: I agree. I definitely agree. And honestly, I think he's underrated with his politics because I think he's a very likable person, so he uses that to his advantage. Okay, so Liogo has one more question for you, and it's, if you were on Rivals, who would be your male and female rival? That's a challenge player.
0: I'm just going to base this one off on challenge competitors that blocked me on Twitter, just because I feel like that means more of a rivalry than anything else. Because like I'm not gonna just pick someone writers trash talk on Twitter and just go back and forth. So um let's see, who blocks me? Kayla blocks me, Devin blocks me, Shane blocks me. I'm trying to think, there's one more. Oh, Mikey P blocks me, but he doesn't count. Sorry. All right, so I'll answer it this way. Kayla, I would keep because well, Sorry, Kayla, I'm forced with because she's the only theme of on the blocking I can remember. So Devin and Shane, if Devin was my partner, I would do what Ashley wanted to do with Theo is quit right away so he can't win the money. If I was with Shane, I would probably take advantage of it just because he does have a good alliance if the rest of the Lavender Ladies are on the season.
2: That would make sense. All yeah. right. So the next question is from Paul, who is Tori Jenna Morgan Defender, which is at Paul Mamar1. Jesus Mamar Christ, 1. dude, fucking pick one.
1: Just <laughs>
2: pick one. Like, come
1: on. How many people can you stand at one time? He's no, up insulting
2: Paul. Paul's yeah, a bomb. I, I fucks with Paul. We all Paul's love good Paul. Paul's... <laughs> Seriously. Gotta pick one, bro. Well, he likes them all, and he will not be forced to choose one. But who do you oh, believe guys. would be the nicest cast member, in your opinion?
0: So my three nicest, I'm going to base it off the three people I met in person. And I've been to the uh, Invasion Reunion, 3030 Reunion, and I've been to a few Challenge Mania events. So I'm going to go with, obviously, Bananas. Marie. And shockingly, Dario. You know, if you guys don't remember him, he's the guy that slept all through Dirty 30. Um, the reason why I, I picked Dario is because during the Dirty 30 reunion, I think it was, uh, me and him, we were just like legit hanging out for like 45 minutes, just straight up talking. And it wasn't even about the challenge. It was like personal stuff. He was t- telling me about how it might be his last season how his twin brother just got into the real estate business, sold his first million dollar house. We were just talking about like straight, like like straight guy talk and stuff like that. Marie, I pick her, even though we have that history, she's just been nice ever since we like made up, you know. We've, when I met her at Challenge um, Bullet Challenge Mania events, we were just, we were pretty cool right off the bat. And she knows I'm doing real estate and she reached out and tried helping me, which I also appreciate that too. And Bananas, he's just great. You know, he's great to all of his fans. And when I met him, I met him at both reunions. It was just a quick uh, meet. Hi, what's up? How you doing? Then when I met him at uh, the Challenge Mania viewing party, you know, he saw who I was. It was, it was a great moment. And then we honestly, we, chilled, we just chilled the whole night. It was pretty great.
1: All right, Bananas. So, Woe at Gavarez? They want to know, out of all of the big brother players this season, who do you trust the most? And which Big Brother player was the best addition to the challenge?
0: (laughs) All right. So I'm just going to base this off, like, what I've seen so far. I'm not going to really base it off this season much because we don't really have much to see. I trust Devon the most just because I wouldn't trust Paulie and Natalie because they both swore off their family last season. And Devon just sounds like straight up. She, like, doesn't really, like, mess around like she's just straight to the point regardless of like who gets affected she's just like straight up and and you can see that with the Kara and Devon drama you can see how straight up Devon is um the best addition to the challenge I would have to say Natalie because you know she keeps coming back and that means something to production so like they wouldn't keep bringing her back if she was like unimportant and we haven't really seen much of Dave Vaughn, Pauly, Jose, and the new big brothers this season. So, yeah, I think it's pretty straightforward question and answer.
1: So you really think that Natalie brings more of a contribution to the challenge more than Paulie?
0: Well, we've seen more of Natalie than we've seen of Paulie.
1: Not these days. Lately. Yeah,
0: obviously not, but I'm just basing it off of what? So we're going to date this back to Vendetta's. No, not Vendettas. Yeah. So we're going to date this back to Vendettas up to now. Who have we seen on TV more, Natalie or Pauly? Natalie has been the best addition because she's been there longer. So we've seen her face more. And she was her and Victor, even though he's like gone out of the challenge world. I don't the even first, know who the
1: fuck that is.
0: That was, wow. her, that was her Vendetta on Vendettas. No one so, cares. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying she's been the best addition because she's been here every season since she got added to it.
1: Well, no doubt. She definitely made her value known. And that's one of the reasons why they always keep bringing her back. We're going to direct the questions about your daddy, Big Bananas. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that everybody really wants to know is, what was it about Bananas that made you a fan? Better yet, a stan to make sure you always got his back and defend him online, mainly Twitter.
0: When I first started watching the challenge, when I first saw Free Agents, that is, I was like, all right, seeing this show for the second time, who do I see familiar? I see Johnny, I see CT, and I see a few other familiar faces. So I'm like, wait a minute, this, this guy Johnny's, like, standing out. Then, you know, the, the nickname Bananas on Free Agents who was on his helmet. Like, oh, okay, this is something to remember. And then, next thing you know, he ends up winning Free Agents. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this guy sounds like a freaking beast. So then I just started following him more and more into it. And then up until a year ago, I created a Twitter account just so my friends don't get annoyed with my tweets about the challenge. I bet money they don't care what I have to say. I just became a bigger fan of his and I've seen how much he matured over the past few seasons and how he's becoming a better competitor overall. And he's like, I don't see what's not to like about him. Like, yeah, the guy is great for he fills each void and what everyone's looking for. I mean, you want a great competitor, he's there. You want great drama, he's there. So he's overall the challenge goal.
1: I'm inclined to agree with you. The challenge would not be the challenge without Johnny Bananas.
0: So
2: we want to know more a little bit. What is your favorite season, moment, elimination, and win for Bananas?
0: So my favorite season of Bananas would have to be Free Agents again. Because that was the first time i actually seen a full season of his. He didn't have numbers on his side. He went into those eliminations. I think he had three or four. I sure, don't remember exactly the top of my head. I'm pretty sure it's three, though. And he just killed all three of them. And he won. And I feel like that was the first like true like solo um, season, I believe. Could be wrong. But I feel like yeah, evasion was the first like really true solo winner, so it was pretty cool. Um favorite moment, obviously, stealing the money from Sarah, because Sarah has done him wrong the a few seasons before. <laughs> and you know, just seeing him like getting his revenge, like it felt it lifted like a weight off his shoulder, like, yeah, you know what, Sarah? Fuck you. You screwed me over once, now I got you back. And it was like that was like a, the greatest moment for every Bananas fan, I feel like. He had that, that's his number six win, so I'm like, ah, it's a great moment. His, well, my, you
1: know what? You're going to wonder why people hate you. <laughs> it's because you say shit like that. <laughs> I
0: mean, people hate me regardless, you know, it's not a big deal. Oh, My favorite elimination, I would have to say, free Agents again, when he went up against Jordan. He went into it, he was, Bananas Went into that elimination, he was he knew – well, he didn't know exactly if Jordan was going to go in, but there were rumors he was going to flip the kill cards. Jordan did it. And I feel like that moment, that's where Bananas created his legacy because he got called out because Jordan, who was new to the challenge at the time, calls out a legend saying, you have to earn your stripes. Just imagine that. Imagine a rookie telling a vet – well, not, was Jordan a rookie that season? No. Well, imagine a newer – competitor to the challenge, calling out a legend to earn their stripes and you sharding shutting that guy up. That's amazing. Like that's yeah, definitely my favorite elimination. That list. is
1: most definitely pretty awesome. It just happened with C T and C T couldn't get it done against JP and Kyle.
0: It would have been better if JP was the one to win.
1: Facts, but JP's no bananas.
0: Facts for uh, sure.
1: Facts. Okay, so back to some Twitter questions. So Anna at Marie Carver Defender Want you to tell the story of how you got bananas' old Twitter handle?
0: So basically, it was like a regular what do you call it? Regular night. Just I came home, you know, I was like on Twitter. Then I noticed something. Wait a minute, Johnny changed his fucking app. It was at MTV Bananas. Then it was like Johnny Bananas or some shit. I was like, oh shit, I'm like damn. So I made a tweet about it. I was like, she was the one who like pushed me to change it into his old one. But I was like, nah, I don't want to. And then she made a good point. Like, oh, what if, like, I don't know, a Devin fan or a sour fan gets a hold of it and you just trash his name? So you know what? Yeah, that's a good fucking reason. So I changed my Twitter. And I'm like, you know what? Let me DM him. Make sure we're all, we're all good. So I was like, yo, Johnny. like, um, And we DM, like, I don't bother him. So like it wasn't like a random DM or whatever it was. So I was like, "Yo, Johnny, like I'm taking your old Twitter handle. If you want it back, just let me know. I just don't want like some bullshit fan taking it and just ruining your name." And he messaged me, He messaged me back like, "Yeah, I couldn't give it to a better guy. Treat it well." And then, you know, months later, here I am, nineteen hundred followers strong, living large.
1: No doubt, that's some dope shit.
0: Number one fan gets some perks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright so Sweets at Sweets McGee wants to know if you weren't Bananas Defender who would you be defending in other words who is your number two
0: alright so I'm going to go with Tony I have seen his real world season and i followed him since and since I'm, I'm basing this off of since I joined last year it's who, um, who's my number two as of last year when I joined and Tony has matured so much since then, as you know, cheats on, on his girlfriend. You know, has his drunk fights here and there. And I was like, you know what? The way he's developed and became more of a competitor the last few seasons, like you know what? This guy is actually here to compete now. He knows what he's doing, and I give him props for that. And that's why he's, that's why I'm happy to say he's like my number two. And when he turned his back on bananas, you know, it did hurt seeing my number one and two go at it. Well, not really go at it, but, like, not be on the same page. But, you know, I stood by both of them. I didn't really shade Tony at all. And then when they were together again on Final Reckoning and they were on the same page again, it felt nice.
2: Yeah, no doubt. So we have a few questions from Rashid at Rashid Fenty. He has a few questions for you about who are some of your favorite Twitter accounts that entertain you.
0: So. My favorite Twitter accounts that entertain me obviously is Rashid because, you know, when he flip flops every week, you know, it's funny. Like, he's like he people hate him one week. Then the same people that hate him love him. Then the same people that used to love him hate him. And he gets into fights daily. He's like he has everyone pressed every single day. And Rashid is just funny when he does it. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he just does whatever he wants, and like people, like people hate him and love him for it. I I love him for it. It's just just it's funny, and he's
1: he's the best. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I'm a big Rashid fan. Uh, I think the trick is a Rashid is um you can't take what he's saying about your fave or the person you're standing as a personal attack against yourself. Not saying that he won't do a personal attack against yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, You know, like, right now, he really hates Kara. Well, I could have just sworn a couple of weeks ago he was in love with Kara. And that is totally fine. So when he goes on his rants about Kara, you know, it's not like like he's saying these things about me. He's saying his opinion. And that's what Twitter is. Twitter is everybody speaking their opinion and their own truths. And you don't have to agree with it. But you don't always have to go to war over everything that everybody says.
0: Exactly. Like, when people come at me. I'm like, all right, if you come at Bananas, all right, it is what it is. If you come at me, that's when I get into it.
1: Facts, back.
0: back. Say, Like, yeah, my name's Bananas Defender, but, like, I'll defend them to the extent, but once you come, like, personal, i go, I'm going to go swinging for the fences against you, so watch out, guys.
1: Yo, most stuff, most stuff.
2: All right, so he also wants to know, could you imagine your life without Stan Twitter now? Do you think that it's filled a void in your life?
0: So I don't know. This question is like it's a tough one because like Stan Twitter is like, I'm on it all the time, so I wouldn't. So it so definitely did fill a void, but I feel like when it's all said and done, when I eventually like when no one really cares about Twitter anymore, because you know each um, social media platform does have its lifetime. I feel like I'll be okay when it's not there anymore. But for the time being, I love it. You know, it's fun doing, doing what I do. Uh, I definitely didn't ex- expect what I have now a year ago. If someone would to have told me a year ago, you make this account, you'll meet Johnny, be his number one fan, I would think you're lying to me. But, you know, seeing all this shit turn out, I mean, I appreciate it all. And I love it.
1: All right, so the last question that we have from Rashid is... Can you tell Rasheed he's amazing and that you love him?
0: Is that really a question? Rasheed already knows he's amazing and that I love him. So, I mean, there you go, Rasheed.
1: No, no, no. (laughs) Listen, I need you to move your mouth closer to the mic and say, I love you, Rasheed.
0: No. (laughs) All right.
1: All right. We got another question from Anna Marie Curry Defender. She wants to know, out of all of the people you've been in a one sided relationship with on Twitter, who's your number one? Is it Naya, Gabe, Bomer, or someone else?
0: All right. So it's definitely Gabe, just because Gabe's funny. He is he was, he's respectful of my own relationship with my girlfriend. So I so I appreciate him for that. He me both joke around. And the other one-sided relationships are just freaking annoying. Well, Boomer, he said one little stupid comment, and I don't really call that a relationship exactly, but Naya was annoying. You know, she sent me videos of, like, just random people, like, twerking and some bullshit like that. And then she sent me, like, some bullshit video, like, oh, this is me, this is your girlfriend, this is me beating the shit out of her. I'm like, okay, cool, I really don't give a fuck and you're fucking annoying. At least Gabe was respectful. He's like, he knows I have a girlfriend. And... He, he we just joke around, like, I don't really joke around back to him much. Like, I I play along, but I'm not like, you know, like, he knows the situation I'm in and he knows who I am.
1: No doubt. Let me ask you a question, all right? So, Melody at Fresh Meat 3 me wants to know, why are you so jealous of me?
0: Jealous of what? I I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay, you had you are who you are I might jealous of nothing if anything you're probably jealous of me if you want to compare both um twitter accounts i mean I think mine's more popular than hers. so i mean that pretty much answers that oh shit all
1: right so gabe at mystic melissa wants to know if you're facing johnny bananas in a hall brawl are you beating him or are you throwing the elimination
0: i'm beating him if I'm in a challenge, I'm there to win. I'm not there to, you know, have to have fun, get drinks, get a free paycheck, and just fly by. I'm I'll be there to compete. If I have to go into every elimination, regardless of who I'm facing, I'm going in with my swinging for the fences. I'm I'll be there fighting. So how I don't care if it's Johnny, I don't care if it's Zach C T or whoever the fuck it is. Even if they're bigger than me, I'm going I'm giving my all. I'm not throwing any elimination no matter what.
1: No doubt. It's good to know you're always there to compete.
0: I mean, just look at my Twitter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Antonio, we have one last question. It's from Rufio at Bread Challenge. And he wants to know, why do people always misjudge you?
0: I love this question. I feel like people misjudge me because of who I stand and who I am as a person. Because they hate bananas and they hate my views on certain things and they want to use that against me, but I feel like if people actually got to know me, they would see, oh, you know what? Yeah, this kid's a pretty nice guy, and he's not an asshole, as he may be on Twitter. I'm basically on it just for, like, to make connections. Like, you know, I like talking to people. I'm a very talkative person. So, when, yeah, I do get into Twitter drama here and there, you know, I I do get into fights, but I just do it just because, you know, you guys are, people usually say my name. If you guys look at my Twitter, really, I don't really, like, subtweet or call people out unless, you know, my name's being brought up first. So I'm, like, I'm really in the defense most of the time. I'm not here to play victim because, you know, I'm always there to fight or whatever it is. But I just feel like if Twitter as a whole, you know, disrespect everyone's opinions on certain things, like... Alright, cool. I like this person. You like that person. Okay, there we go. That's it. If you guys want to be fake, that's a different story. But I feel like if we all respect who we like, you know, Twitter would be like a better community. Because the last few days, you know, Twitter's been like really like toxic. You know, we had fights left and right, you know. Um poor um Car Maria defender, you know, can't have a Twitter account again because you guys are spending the day, he makes a new one. So I'm like, that, that's that's a little too much. Like, I feel like if we could all respect who we like as, you know, we all have our own opinions. If we can all respect who we like, it's going to be a lot better. I feel like we could all be one big family, I would say. But we'll be one big dysfunctional family.
1: I think that was very well said. I think we could all use a little bit more restraint and a little bit more respect when it comes to each other. And... Um... And how we represent ourselves on Twitter, uh, the challenge community isn't a huge community, but it is a dedicated and passionate one. I know, you know, all of us. We don't agree with everybody else, but I do have a high level of respect for uh, most of the people <laughs> that's out there on Twitter. And when it's oh, all yeah, sudden, there's
0: a few people like just don't like.
1: Yeah, I there's, mean, there's a couple of trash people out
0: there. But, the but main if they're thing... willing to make amends, I'm all for. it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we can all forgive a little bit more and try to be a little bit more understanding and try to have a little bit more uh, educated conversation when it comes to our faves. But when it's all said and done, we all love the same thing. We're all fans of the same thing. So maybe if we concentrate on that a little bit, we'll all be a bit better off. I think that's all we have today. Bananas, thank you so much for being a gracious guest on your own podcast. It's a
0: pleasure. (laughs) I'll be back soon.
1: (laughs) You know, I really hope some people got to get to know you a little bit better. And, um, you know, hopefully we can all move together in a more positive manner.
0: Love me or hate me. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Um, I hope I'll be able to do this again in the near future. If you are listening to this and, you know, you aren't my biggest fan, hopefully this kind of changed your views on me. If not, I'll try again next time. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Follow our Twitter, LWC Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Love War Challenges. Make sure you listen to our episode recaps, as well as this podcast, at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Peace out. All
1: right, guys. Peace out. You have a good night.
0: Becky, say bye.
1: (laughs) God fucking damn it. Like, every (laughs) week. Why can't you just say goodbye on trash? I don't want to leave. No,
2: like I was on you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Yo, are you watching TV right now? <laughs> I was on Twitter.
0: Blame it. Hey,
2: you like
1: that transition, though, right? Yo, we gotta institute no Twitter. <laughs> what we're doing the
2: show? <laughs> I'm allowed to tweet, dammit! You're not the to be. <laughs>